Hello, hello, and welcome back to Hybrid Diaries. Um, I do not have a guest on today. I'm just here on my own. Uh, and I wanted to actually come on and talk about the new announcement of Hyrox in Dubai, which is super exciting. So obviously, a lot of you know it was announced last week, uh, sorry, last year uh, for September. It was meant to be September in the World Trade Center. We did PFTs all over gyms in the Middle East. Everyone got super excited. Everyone booked the race. And then I think it was two weeks before the race and they postponed it. Everybody got an email to say that the next race was going to be on the, I think they said that the 2nd of June, which is what, in three weeks? Um, I don't really believe they explained to anybody that it's not going to be in June. It just, everyone was told that their ticket's going to be uh, transferred over to June 2023. Never heard anything. Their social media went completely quiet. I'm on at them, texting them probably every few weeks, asking them the question, and I don't really get much of a reply. Um, in the meantime, I'm flying around the world, doing as many Hyrox as I can, experiencing it, doing different categories. Myself, Danny, a few clients of mine, we're going around and getting in the experience under our belt before it does come to Dubai. And then finally, we get some good news. They've re-announced it for September, September 2nd this year, in the World Trade Center again. Hopefully it's gonna go ahead. Um, we're recording this on the 10th of May 2023 so we've got just over I think it's now four months away um, what we have done at Spirit Level is put a package together for people to start training for this uh, now I wanted to chat a little bit about that package on this podcast because I know that September when you think oh we're, we're this side of summer and, and September is the other side of summer it feels like it's a long time away but if you've not trained for a high rocks, then now is the time to start training for a high rocks if you want to do well in September and not just suffer through the whole thing. Um, based on the experience I've I've gained over the last say twelve months training for high rocks, it's probably been about a year and a half now actually. I've been training for high rocks, but doing them it's probably been well October will be a year. So our first one was Amsterdam. Sorry, my first one was um, Birmingham, October last year, and. Then I did Amsterdam the week after with Tarek in the doubles. Now, based on the experience I've gained doing every uh, category, I would say all of them except the relay, you need to train for. It's definitely an event you need to train for. It's definitely an event that you need to simulate for sure so you know how it feels because you don't want to rock up on the day. You've done some like high rocks type of workout, some running, some compromise work. Uh, some like high rep uh, lunges for example and wall balls but then you've never put them in the order that they are in high rocks when you get there you're going to be in shock um, I'd done simulations leading up to it and even then I was in shock so I can't imagine what it's going to feel like for people when they arrive at high rocks unprepared they're going to be in a big shock and I'm confident that a lot of people are still going to do that a lot of people are not going to listen to this and a lot of people will be yeah okay we'll go for it it'll be all right and they'll wing it which you know a lot of people do that and that's fine but if you do want to have a good race if you do want to be competitive uh, and you want to enjoy it more than anything because i think if you're not prepared you do it's, it's harder to enjoy it. um if you do want that then definitely do some simulations and i'm not saying do simulations loads i'd say get from now until September, I'd advise to do probably two or three simulations, uh, get them under your belt, You know, take the first one as it comes, learn from it, go through it, try and get your splits if you can, so get your run splits and your station splits. And then what you can do, the great thing about Hyrox is that you can look at everybody's 
split so all of their running and all of their stations and you can kind of see where you compare and then if you are a competitor competitive athlete and you are looking to you know do something well in in this sport of high rocks then you can see where you're at and start to work on your weaknesses i would then also be reviewing what you do in that first high rocks in your first simulation and i would be advising that you look at the areas where you need the most improvement and also in particular the running so what happens often in high rocks is you people start out way too quick especially when you're in your first one or you you start out even in your first simulation it's super easy to start out really really quick because you feel fresh you don't feel compromised but talking now from experience of doing all of the categories and getting a few under my belt it's definitely something that you need to be pacing because if you're not feeling okay halfway remember you're only halfway and you're gonna have to suffer for the whole second half of that race and it's just not going to be it's just not going to feel nice so I'm, I'm strongly advising that you get some simulations in um, you review them and and that that running pace in particular if you look at the best in the world or the, the best performers who or the guys who are improving you'll you'll notice one thing that all of their running each one of their 1ks are very similar they've got their running pace dialed in now that one thing with Hyrox is you have your watch you can wear your watch okay but you're not going to be able to see your pace because it's in an indoor venue and the gps doesn't work and so your pacing on watches go from the gps so if you're in an indoor venue which you will be and you're looking at your pace it's going to give you crazy readings and you're either going to think that you're flying and it's going to tell you that you're running something like three minutes a k or it's going to tell you you're running something like seven minutes a k okay it's not going to be accurate and you're not going to be able to rely on it the only way that you're going to know your kilometer splits is if you have your lap timing set up on your watch say you're using a garmin and you lap every time you complete that 1k and then you're going to be able to see it so this is why i i can't stress enough how important it is to have your run pace dialed in now for me i know exactly what my run pace target is what i want to be hitting when i race solo pro uh my clients that i'm already coaching they know what their run pace target is now, I'm not saying that they always hit that, but they know what that target is. And it's a continuous journey to be working to be able to hit that uh, that run target and maintain that same pace. What you'll find is, and you can listen back to this the day after High Rocks Dubai, look through people's splits, and I can almost guarantee that I would say probably 99% of the people that do that race will go out way too quick. They'll rip that ski erg way too quick. They will overexert themselves on the first sled push and then it's almost going to be game over for a lot of people and they're just going to be hanging on for the probably the next six runs and six stations now that's just me talking from experience i did it a little bit myself i was also warned by lots of other very high level athletes experienced hyrox athletes do not go out too quick i've done all the research i've geeked out on it i every time i run on the treadmill i'm watching hyrox videos so basically three times a week I'm watching Hyrox videos and I'm finding something new to learn and then obviously we were flying around the world trying to do as many as we could to get the experience under our belt and do what we could do in them in the meantime and take what we could from them and learn from them so we can pass that experience and that knowledge on to our clients so we can give you guys the best get you guys prepared the most ready for this this race in the Middle East now obviously Dubai is going to be the first one I know that Hyrox Middle East do have plans for this to grow I know that they have plans for an Abu Dhabi race. I know that they have plans to grow over to Saudi, over to Bahrain, places like Qatar. 
Uh, obviously, I know logistics with moving the equipment is going to be a tough thing for them there. So it may, for this first season, stay just in the UAE, which is probably going to be just Dubai and Abu Dhabi. But I would say get as prepared as you can for this Dubai race. Obviously, on the day, I would be advising everyone to go in and just do what they can and enjoy it, but take on my advice about pacing so you don't hate it because Hyrox is a new sport or hybrid, hybrid training, hybrid fitness, hybrid fitness racing is a new type of thing. Um, it's only been around, well, Hyrox has been around since 2017. I'm pretty sure that DecaFit came either on the same year or the following year. So, you know, we're talking five, six years it's been around, so it's very, very new. Loads of good athletes are getting into it and there's so much more to come. But it's such an amazing sport. I don't know anybody that's done a high rocks and not wanted to do another high rocks. Um, and I can put it out there and say I've done probably between 50 and 60 Spartan races. I've done, I think, all of the DECA events um, in the Middle East. Um, I've done lots of running races. I would say we're talking, I've probably done over 100 different events. And by far, high rocks is the best. Now, I'm not just talking about that because I feel like I am the best because I'm definitely not. I'm by far the best. Um, I'm working towards being at a competitive level. Um, but the the format, the layout, the the arena, the atmosphere, you don't beat it. You can't beat it. Definitely got things they can improve on and I'll probably go on to them in a second. Um, and this is based on experience myself and also from some of my athletes, the feedback that I've been getting. And I'm going to get some people on the podcast soon and have a chat with them and see what they thought. Most recently, I had a couple of athletes in London racing and I'm going to get their opinions on that. But when it comes to layout and organisation and the, the, the format of the race itself, it looks from an outsider looking in, Hyrox looks like someone just wrote down a load of movements with a 1K run in between and that's that. But they didn't. They tested it. They, they moved them around. They put them in a different order. And trust me, when I did my first one, I remember the feeling when I got to the farmer's carry it was. So that's station six. Took me to, uh, until station six to realize like, oh my God, this is genius. The way they, they put this, they laid this out. So the pro, whoever programmed it, the guys who programmed it, like massive well done because it, it, it's designed in a way that just, it really, really sucks. Like people are calling high rocks the, the marathon of fitness racing. So if, if, you've, if you've ever done a marathon, you know how much they suck and how prepared you need to be for a marathon. So put that into fitness racing terms and it's the same for high rocks. You need to be prepared. And this is if you want to do well. I mean, you can get by in a high rocks and you can get from the start line to the finish line and survive. It's not like an obstacle race where you need to complete an obstacle and feel like you've accomplished something like everybody can complete a full high rocks the only difference is it is how quick you do it which is really cool because then it's trainable so one of my athletes that i'm coaching at the moment um he just did london he jumped straight into the male pro and i had a chat with him the other day and he he expressed exactly that he said that i love it i want to do pro again and his time was you know it was let's say over double what the world record is Okay, so it was like it was over two hours. Now he loved it, and he, he said the great thing is I crossed the finish line. I, I got to the end and realized I can do this. I don't want to. I was advising him to do the open heat next time, and he doesn't want it. He wants to do the pro heat because he realizes he's capable and he can do it. It's just now he needs to work on those areas. Like look at the splits to put together with me, and we're going to work on that. Work on those areas for improvement. So it's it's a race that is for everybody. Um, and now this is. 
their slogan actually. So Hierox's slogan is for everybody, which I absolutely love. I think it's such a cool slogan and it really, really is. Like you've got the different uh, categories. So you've got the, the pro male, um, you've got, sorry, you've got the pro male and pro female. You've got the open male and female. You've got the doubles where you can do it, two guys, two girls or mixed. And then you've got the relay. And now I've done all of them, apart from obviously female, female, because uh, I am male. And the, you know, if you, if you if you don't feel like you can run 8K in a doubles or a solo race, then for sure you can run 2K uh, in the relay and you split that up with somebody else. So you how the relay works is the, you have the, you and your team. So it's four people in a team. You'll be in like a gate, like a pen. So lined up behind each other and whoever's next will be at the front. So whoever's starting on the first 1K run and doing the ski erg, they will start at the start line. They'll run out, they'll do their 1K, they'll come in, go to the ski zone, do their ski, come over to the pen and they'll tag the next person. The next person will then go off, out of the pen, onto the course, do their 1K, come back in and then they'll do their sled push and so on. And it just goes all the way through until the wall balls and then the whole team, so the team of four can come over and whoever's selected in your team to do the wall balls will be there doing their 100 warbles with their all of their teammates around them, which is awesome. That was me when I did it with the boys in uh, Amsterdam. Now, it's such a good feeling having your team there for that person who's doing those 100 warbles alone. It's such a good feeling. And then you go over the finish line together with your team, feeling super, super accomplished. So if if you're not up to running 8K, and if you're not up to doing the whole high rocks on your own, you can definitely do the relay because you do a, a 1k run followed by a station and then you get a good amount of rest before you do another 1k run and another station and you kind of want to let if you are planning to do the relay um, then my advice there would be to have a chat with your team get your team early and try and train together and definitely do a simulation between all of you because the difference with the relay and the, and the doubles for example you're you're not having to run together you like it's only uh, you only do 2k so you're resting while your teammates run. You only have one person in the team running at once or doing the functional station at once. So my advice would be to get together, start to play around and have a look at who's gonna do what and make sure each person gets to, gets at least one or two stations rest. So what I mean by that is make sure that you're not doing back-to-back -back stations. So for example, you don't wanna do the ski erg and the sled push because you're gonna be going back-to-back -back and that's gonna be exhausting. Unless that's a challenge that you wanna set yourself, um, I would try to lay it out where you do your at least take one or two stations so have two one or two of your teammates go before you go again uh, for example i did this sled pull and then the wall balls we had uh, george blackwell he did the ski erg and the farmers carry Tarek did the sled push and then the row Flo did the um the burpees and the lunges so everybody got a break in between all the things that they did and that means you can be pushing really, really hard um, because you you can kind of recover. Don't don't get me wrong, you're going really hard. If, you, if you're competing and you're going really hard in that relay, you're almost going like all out. So that that rest time, you do need it. Uh, you almost, the only way I can describe it is very similar to if any of you guys listening have done a stair race in Dubai or in the UAE or anywhere, that feeling running upstairs really fast, you get this like, it's almost like blood. You feel it in your throat. That's the feeling you get, or I got, and the other guys got in the relay when you are competing, when you're going all out. So yeah, that's the relay. Um, and coming back to why I started talking about the relay is the 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 slogan of Hyrox is for everybody. And like I said, you've got it, the competitive level is up here when it comes to the 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 pro, the pro weights, the pro division, doing it all on your own. Um, and then the doubles is a completely different race. The doubles is very much. 
of a faster race because you're running harder because you're then you're getting a little bit of a break when your partner's doing their part of the station so how it works in the doubles is you you do the run together and then when you arrive at the station you split it up however you like so you're getting small like interval breaks on the station which is nice so you can go harder than on the run um so you've got the doubles and then obviously the relay so it's almost like there's room for everybody so if you're not a much of a runner at all then you know you don't you don't think you can run more than 2k then yes the relay is for you um if you feel like you can get through 8k of running doing the doubles and then share a station because then you get a bit of a breather then i strongly advise to do the doubles and based on the experience of all the ones i've done don't get me wrong the relay was absolutely awesome doing it with like three of my closest friends uh, i absolutely loved that and it was it was a very close second but racing doubles alongside a strong teammate it's just the best feeling like it's it's the most fun it's the most uh i would say for me anyway personally it's the most uh like thrilling um i would call the the relay if you're competing in the relay i'd call it a savage race because it is absolutely savage you're just balls to the wall all out the whole time and the, the funny thing is actually when you when you finish the uh station you still have a little bit of a run to go you probably have something between 100 to 200 meters to get back to the pen to your teammates and if you've just gone really hard on something like the sled push, for example, um, your, your legs are like jelly. I remember seeing Flo come back from the lunges, trying to get back to the pen as quick as he could to tag me to go on my run to do the wall balls. And he, it looked like someone had attached a sandbag to his legs. They look so heavy. And I can understand because he's just done 100 meters of walking lunges with a sandbag on his back. So yeah, that's uh, high rocks. They're the different, that's just a little bit of my advice when it comes to the, the different categories. I'm hearing a lot of people talk about Hyrux at the moment and there's a lot more hype around it now in the Middle East. And I would say one thing that's standing out to me is people are saying, oh, I can't run 8K. You know, you're not running 8K continuous. You're doing, can you do eight times 1K? That's the question. Because if you can do eight times 1K, then I would say do the doubles and then you're going to get a break. You're going to get a bit of a break. Yes, you're going to have to do a station and the running is going to be compromised, but you definitely can. A lot of people think, oh no, I can't run 8K. Don't think you're going out for an 8K continuous run. Look at it as I'm doing eight times 1K and then even even practice that. So try doing eight times 1K with a three or four minute rest and look at a pace that you can just sustain for every single 1K. So try and hit the same pace uh, for every single 1K and I guarantee you'll be able to, if you've, obviously if you're not brand new to running that is. Um, and yeah, so onto the, our Higher Rocks Dubai program. So it is now, like I said, the 10th of May. So on the 9th of June, so next month, we're going to be having a Zoom uh, call, which is our kickoff meeting. Um, we're going to get all the athletes that have signed up to the program on the Zoom call. And we're going to be going through the whole program and answering lots of questions and giving as many tips as we can on that kickoff uh, meeting. Then on the 12th, so the following Monday, the program is going to start. That's when everyone is going to start their first test week. So week one of our program, everyone will be going through the same tests. And what we've done with the program is it's designed that it's, there's a lot of detail in there and there is detail if you're racing the pro race, if you're racing the solo open and you, if you're racing the solo open, then you'll be doing the doubles weights because it's the same if you didn't know. So if you do the doubles race, you, your weights are the same as the open weights. Um, one thing to note, if you're doing the mixed doubles race, then your weights are the same as the male open. So that's a little bit harder on the girls. And my advice there, would, if you're strategizing, if you're with a guy, generally they're normally stronger when it comes to the weight. So then let the guy take most of the load uh, on the weights there to, to give the girl a break. That's just my advice. That's what me and Danny do when we do the uh, mixed doubles. Um, so yeah, the first week of the program is gonna be test week. 
We're then going to do eight weeks of building, lots of compromise running, lots of running, lots of sled work, things like this. And then week 10, you're going to repeat those tests and measure the improvement. Week 11, we're going to do some sharpening up. So sharpening up, ready for racing. Week 12 will be a tapered week. So that's going to be us tapering down the intensity and the volume. Okay, but we just want to keep you sharp. And then at the end of week 12, that is when the race is going to be. So we've timed it that if we start on the 12th of June, that's going to take us 12 weeks all the way up until the 2nd of September. And then we're going to go as one big team and crush Hirox Dubai. Now, each week we're going to get on a Zoom call together with the whole team and we're going to go through the, the following week's program so everyone understands what is to be done and people can ask questions at the end of the call if they've got any. Uh, Danny's going to be giving any nutritional tips, any advice there that people may need. Um, we're going to be giving away tips for high rocks, what to expect, what not to do, what to do, what to look out for, how to tie your shoes properly so they don't pop off on the sled, all these things, all of this experience that we've gained um, over the past, say, year, we're going to try and put it out there for you guys, for High Rocks Dubai, so that you can have the best chance of doing well and really, really enjoying the race and not hating it because we want this sport to grow. We love it. Um, we've Our whole company now is based around hybrid racing, fitness racing, and in particular High Rocks. Uh, we are a High Rocks affiliate as well. So we are one of the affiliate gyms in the Middle East. Uh, we actually have a PFT this coming Saturday at the gym. Um, and yeah, we, we, we're gonna be giving away, so each person who signs up for the program, you'll be able to get a personalized uh, shirt from us, which is from Palm Fit. So it's gonna be a high rocks and spirit level uh, shirt and you can put whatever you want on the back. Most people have their last name, uh, but you'll get one of those. You're gonna get discount from our sponsor. So if you have any like niggles or you need to go for massaging or any sort of therapy along the way, then we've teamed up with Joint Space. They're giving all the clients that sign up to this program 20% off uh, at their clinic, which is great. Um, and yeah, we're gonna along the way we're gonna try and get more and more sponsors in to give you guys as much as we can. So and we've we've actually put the, the price point for our program. We've we've made it cheaper than what we uh, charge for programming because we want to get as many people into this sport and we want it to grow and we want it to, we want to arrive at Harrox Dubai as one big strong team and feel super super prepared. Uh, we're gonna have a WhatsApp group as well, so it's gonna be a private WhatsApp group. Get everyone in there, motivating each other. Some people are gonna go to the gym and do group workouts together. Uh, and that's another thing because we actually so we're based out of gravity gym and we're fully kitted out for high rock so we've got the sleds we've got the mats we've got the farmers carries all the different weight warbles the machines and then another thing we have four assault runners so one great tool to use for your high rocks training when running is you'll see a lot of like hybrid uh, athletes are using assault runners because it's really easy to transition on and off to and when you start running they just go instantly whereas when you jump on a treadmill obviously at the moment if you were not using a gym, then you're gonna be running outside and you're not gonna enjoy it for the whole summer training for Dubai. So coming to the gym, doing uh, your training using a salt runner, you can just hop on and hop off. Whereas a, a, a normal treadmill, you have to start it and some of them have a countdown or you have to build up the speed and it takes time. Whereas a salt runners are great. We've got four of those at the gym and you can hop on, hop off. Uh, so yeah, we expect to see people in a gravity using our stuff. We want you guys to be using our equipment. Um, obviously you guys who are, are training with us, um, and yeah, we want you to be doing the sessions together. Like I'll, I'll be down there, Danny's gonna be down there a lot with doing the session. We're gonna be jumping on, on the program as well. So we're not only giving it to you guys, we are gonna be following it ourselves as well. Uh, and again, coming back to the programming, it's gonna be tailored so that you have options based on your ability level. So say if you are, you're going out just for a zone two easy run and you already have more of an engine or more endurance, 
then you're going to get you're going to go out for the longer option whereas if you're quite new to running then you're going to go for the shorter option and we give i think there's three different options for each thing like that and again with the with the say for a specific high rock session there is weights uh, noted down for you to to be using based on the event that you're going to do so if you're going to be racing the pro weight then we advise to be doing this weight if you're going to be doing the open division then we advise to be using this weight and so on um and yeah, so you guys will be able to come to the gym. You'll be able to, we have a gym access now on our Glowfox. So on Glowfox, you just search for Spirit Level and one of, one of our packages, you can now actually pay for gym access. So what I would be recommending to those who sign up to the program and don't have access to a gym, you can, I would purchase three months. It would make sense because you're gonna be signing up for a three month program. And then you can use our equipment at Gravity um, for the whole journey leading up to this, uh, this race in, in Dubai. Um, and yeah, that's about it with the program. Obviously, we're going to be giving lots of advice, talking about heart rate zones. We're going to be using True Coach. If you don't know what True Coach is, it's a really good app which lots of like CrossFit coaches use. It, uh, use. Um, we use that for the program. It's really easy to follow. It's got videos there to show you the movements if you don't understand what to do. Uh, so we'll be doing a bit of an introduction to there. We're going to talk about the importance of the run paces, which I mentioned earlier, nutrition, how to fuel, importance of sleep and recovery, um, how to be efficient. This is a key one in high rocks. So a lot of people are very inefficient in high rocks. They might run really well and they might do the station well, but they might be super inefficient and then not get the time they want. And so we can give our tips on what we've learned on how to be super efficient in high rocks. Uh, the importance of, of your mobility and your recovery, uh, footwear, and then obviously just explaining different training terms, things like AMRAP, EMOM, things like this. We're going to be explaining all of that. And the, the importance of the repeatability of our test weeks. So one thing I see a lot as a coach that people, they will do a test, but then they will do the same test in say four months time and complain if they don't get a similar or a better result. And often, more often or not, that, that, that's because they didn't do it under the same condition. Let me give you an example. So I give an athlete a 3K time trial and it's January and he goes to the track. He then wants to repeat that in June and he goes to the track pretty obvious that in June, if you live in the Middle East, you know June's super hot and you're probably not gonna run as well as you did in January when the weather's beautiful. So tests need to be repeatable. So all of these tests in week one and week 10, I, I don't know how many times I've written it down, make sure that you have access to the same equipment on the day and you record the equipment that you use and you record the, record the weight that you use because it needs to be repeatable. If not, you're gonna repeat that test and if you add more weight, then you're going to be very disheartened when you see that you've not improved. So we explain the importance of that as well. So we're going to be doing all of, all of that in our kickoff meeting. So yeah, that's our High Rocks program. We're hoping to get a big team signed up and, and like I said, rock up to that race in September, fully enforced, feeling very confident. And, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing our experience um, that we've built up over this last, last 12 months. Um, when it comes to my training and my racing. So in a couple of weeks, we head to the High Rocks World Championships, which I'm super excited about. Uh, we're heading to Manchester. So first season in High Rocks, qualified for Worlds. I think actually I've qualified three times and Danny's qualified twice. Um, I qualified my first one with Tarek doing the men's doubles in um, Amsterdam. Um, so that's what we're gonna be doing. We signed up for that. What they've done is bumped us up to the pro weight. So norm as I said earlier, normally in the um, doubles division, you do the open weights, which is what we did. We raced in Amsterdam with the men's open weights. Um, but because it's a world championship event, they have decided to bump us up to using the pro weights. 
which is why in Germany I did the when I went to Germany a couple of months back I did the pro men's division after racing mixed doubles with Danny purely just to experience how those weights felt knowing that with me and Tara going to be going to be using them in uh, in Manchester um, Danny's doing solo pro which is going to be awesome first time doing solo pro she qualified with me in mixed doubles and she went and crushed the women's open after doing mixed doubles with me and I think she qualified again so she qualified like twice on the same day um, and obviously Tarek's going to be there with me he qualified with me and then I'm hoping Leanne who just raced in London she should hopefully be there she just did a third in her age group in the female pro division she should be there there was only two slots for her age group but I believe that she may get a roll down because the girls who finished ahead of her um, had already qualified so she should be getting a roll down there which should be should be good hopefully we'll have four of us there in our first season in high rocks which i'm super excited about um so yeah we'll keep you guys posted follow us on instagram i think my instagram is george underscore crew and i can check what danny's is now but you can also follow spirit level which is um spirit level dot uae and then let me tell you danny's instagram her Instagram is oh, same as mine but different last name for now we get married in a few months uh, but it's Danny D-A-N-N-I-E underscore Murph you can go follow her you can follow Tarek as well because um, I'm sure he's going to be posting it's Tarek McDaddy which is M-I-Q-D-A-D-I and then Leanne is Mummy Fit Miles so if you want to follow us hopefully Leanne's going to be there as well and you can see what we're posting see the venue we're lucky because me and danny raced in manchester at that venue uh, in january and world champs has come to the uk um this year and that venue is i would say it's the best venue so far that i've raced in i mean london what i saw the images and the, and the videos i saw of london looked amazing it looked such an awesome event however the feedback i got from the course and the, the busyness i'm not going to go into that now we'll do that in another podcast but I heard that the course wasn't great. So as, as beautiful as, as it looked, I heard that the course wasn't great because there was some big pillars in people's ways. And, and, I, and I believe that some people didn't find it an issue, but other people did. Um, whereas Manchester, beautiful venue. I, I would say that the course is free-flowing. However, they never are. Um, this is one thing about Harrods I can touch on a little bit is there is a lot of people running. Now, if you are one of the faster runners, you will stay on the inside lane, so you will keep to the left. Now, if you are a slower runner and you feel like someone's coming past you, you should be moving over to the right. Uh, now, I found in Amsterdam and other venues where I've been racing in the doubles is often on often on each loop, I have to shout, I would say, between six to ten times passing left um, because the slower runners are staying on the inside lane because it is the shorter lane, so you don't have to run as far. If, you, if It's almost like the racing line. Um, Whereas I think this is something that Harris need to work on a little bit of how many people they put out on the course at once. And I, I can completely understand uh, when you're organizing an event uh, uh, with participants of like so many people, it's it's super tough to control that. I can completely understand that now. Yeah, this is this is definitely a topic for another, uh, another podcast, but it's definitely something that I want to make you guys aware of so that it's not a shock to you uh, in September when you're racing in Dubai that there's loads of people on the course and then you get thrown off because you need to expect that. You need to be prepared that you're, you might have someone in front of you that's running slower and then it's down to you to either shout ahead of time, passing left so that they move over or doing a few extra steps and overtaking them on the outside lane, which means you're, you're going a little bit further. So it can be frustrating. I want to prepare you guys ready. And again, this is something that we'll talk about in the program. It's going to be in the Zoom. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be talking about all, all things like this. So yeah, uh, I'm going to end it there. I hope that that helped you guys a little bit. And I hope that gave you a little bit of information about Hyrox and Hyrox Dubai. 
if you did want to sign up to the our program like i said it starts next month kickoff meeting is on the 9th of may uh trainings to start on the 12th and again you can do this anyway you don't need to be coming to the gym and doing it with us you can do it from anywhere as long as you have access to a gym with uh, all the Hyrox equipment that is so things like sleds kettlebells warbles skier grower and ideally an assault runner you can get away with using a normal runner but like i said assault runners much much better so if you did want to sign up uh, you can head to the link in my bio on instagram or you can head to the link in Danny's or the Spirit Level bio and you'll see uh, a button where you can click and sign up to the Hyrox Dubai program. Like I said, I think it's 1,450 dirhams, which we believe is super good value for money. And we're gonna give you as much as we possibly can for that money as well. So we think it's fair for you guys and we think it's fair on our part, what we're gonna be giving you as well. So I'm gonna leave a bit of that. If you do have any questions about Hyrox Dubai, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. I will be happy to help. And if you are looking for any sort of training in the meantime we do offer classes we have three hybrid style classes every week and i do obviously give one-to-one -one, uh, programming as well for hybrid races it doesn't need to just be high rocks um so yeah if you are looking to even just improve your running ready for high rocks then i can also help with that so you can shoot me a dm and i'll be happy to help and i'll see you in the next episode